Thank you for joining us for this episode. Today, we're joined by Dr. Lindsay Six, and we're going to be talking about Strengths Finder and how you can use them to make both yourself and the people that you work with better on the OI Show. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, we're so excited to have Dr. Lindsay Six on the, with us. And uh, Lindsay, it's an honor to have you. How are you today? I'm doing great, Dave. How are you? I'm really good. So uh, Lindsay is a, a friend of mine. We've we've uh, uh, got to know each other over probably the last six, seven years or so. Dave, and, it's been uh, more like 10. Oh my. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's incredible. Um, I just don't think of you as that old. So oh, I think thank that's you. what it is. Yeah. So Lindsay and I, uh, we we particularly get to see each other at the academy and those types of meetings, AOA. Uh, but also I get to go visit um, ICO from time to time and visit her there. So Lindsay, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do clinically as an optometrist, a little bit of your background and how you spend your time? Yeah. So um, thanks for having me. I, I love talking about strengths as I'm sure you'll come to find out, but I'm an optometrist first, and I'm an associate professor at Illinois College of Optometry, and I get to work with optometry students in the Illinois Eye Institute um, in our cornea center for clinical excellence. So I see specialty lens patients, um, advanced dry eye patients. I also dabble in primary care every now and then. Um, And at the college, I also um, get to teach the specialty contact lens lab. So this is where we teach our students orthokeratology, hybrid lenses, scleral lenses, um, and all that sort of thing. Um, And I also uh, work with the lasers, advanced procedures, um, injections, and minor surgical um, curriculum. So it's a lot of specialized things that I get to keep my hands in, and it's always exciting, and the students are always um, excited about it. So yeah. And you do such a great job. I, I I have to admit, I think that the students sure appreciate you. I think you've been recognized for uh, how great of a, a professor you are and, and the care that you take. So somewhat, not not really recently, but in, in your not too distant past, you uh, stumbled upon this strengths finder thing. So why don't you tell us a little bit about strengths and, uh, and, and what Gallup did with this and kind of the background of it? and then how you stumbled into it. Yeah, so this all started back in, um, let's see, I was probably like 2013 or 2014, and I took the American Academy of Optometry's Martin C. Flom Leadership Insight course series, and it starts with part one, um, and we're kind of redesigning it now, so it's gonna be a little bit different, but it still kind of starts with the basis of Clifton Strengths, which is a tool that is, developed by the Gallup organization. You've certainly heard of Gallup polling results. So very well-respected data-driven company. So they have this Clifton Strengths assessment where you can kind of go through and answer these forced choice pairs of questions. And it kind of puts you in different scenarios. Which one would you rather, or what, how do you kind of see yourself? And that kind of ends up creating uh, a top five for you of these 34 talent themes. So these are areas um, at which you naturally excel and things you're naturally drawn to. And we can talk about some of the different um, groups that are out there, but talents are basically ways that you think, feel, or behave. And so it's kind of, I like to think of it as like a human instruction manual. It's kind of like how you're built um, and what you are kind of driven to do and and what makes you tick. So um, it kind of spits out this top five. And if you're really interested, you can get all 34 in order. 
um, which I think is really insightful, but you can use even just your top five because that's kind of where you live most of the time. So it'll give you um, those different kind of talent themes that you're driven by. So for example, my number one is learner, which would explain why I am in academia and why I love um, seeing the complex patients that I do and, and helping my students learn and grow as well. So um, I think that kind of explains why I wear the hats that I wear. Yeah. Well, uh, so recently you got a, a certification in in Strengths Finder. What 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 was that? Yeah. So, well, as part of the um, Academy's FLAM Leadership Insight Course Series, um, I, I help uh, develop the first kind of redesigned module of that course series, and so that really focuses on the Clifton Strengths Assessment. So, along with that, I was able to go through Gallup's Clifton Strengths Coaching Certification. So, it was a four and a half day program that they usually do in person, but I was able to attend because they're now doing it virtually, which was really awesome. Um, and so I got to kind of learn from a, a master coach and I had a cohort of like 20 people and we got to learn how to be a coach, how to kind of engage with the different Clifton Strengths themes and how to analyze them in a team setting um, and kind of help people bring out their natural strengths um, yeah. through that investment in talent. I'm not sure where I was first. Oh, yeah, actually, I do remember my brother-in-law introduced me and they had done this within his organization and he introduced me to it. We put our whole team through this. We brought in a coach and spent some time as a team reviewing all of ours. Uh, my One of the things I think that is is really cool about it is it helps you better understand who you are. And my number one is futurist uh, or futuristic. And it so clearly just made me realize that on the days where I'm daydreaming about what could be, that's because that's something I really love and I'm pretty good at, right? Um, not, not to be conceited about it, but that's just an area that I tend to be pretty good at. Like learners tend to love learning and they're pretty good about learning. Um, and then the second one is competition and not in a competition, like I'm going to beat you down, but I'm, I usually, it's that I'm trying to beat on myself and try to do better every single time. I'm an activator, which tends to be a, a, a sometimes a little bit of a problem because I'm ready to go. Let's, let's just move. Let's, let's do that and not planning it out. Um, so it helped me in understanding that the people that I surround myself with, uh, need to help me plan and I'll be ready to go all futuristic, uh, you know, whatever it is. Ideation is another one of my top ones. So, I mean, you're just seeing me in these, in these strengths and then significance is like, I want the things that I do to have a meaning and a purpose behind them, but I love being futuristic and I love ideation and they, they, they were just so revealing to us um, in our team and understanding who we are and what was important. The question I kind of have for you is, how could we as young practitioners, as many of the people who are listening, or as future business owners or current business owners, utilize this to better ourselves and better our teams? Now that you're on the coaching side, how do you see that working out in an optometry space? Yeah. Well, first of all, thanks for saying that I'm still young. I really appreciate that. I feel <laughs> well, that I way sometimes, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so um, <clears throat> from a personal standpoint, I think it's just really helpful to know 
what drives you, right? And and for you, even with the futuristic, like I could, I know you, Dave, I could say that was probably one of your top five, but for you, knowing that it's your number one thing that drives you, other people might look at you and say, oh, Dave, Dave just likes, to, he has his head up in the clouds. He's just always thinking about stuff, right? But then you combine that with your activator and you're able to take those ideas and start things, right? But then, like you said, you need to surround yourself with people that can help you finish them and kind of get across the finish line with all your lofty goals. So just knowing that about yourself is how you're able to get all of these things done that you do, right? And how every day for the last 10 years, you've just like added more and more to your plate. And here we are. So um, I think if you can know that about yourself and also understand, so there's like these, we call them balconies and basements. So the, and there's also an element of like raw strengths versus like things that are more um, developed. So in its raw state, futuristic can be, you know, seen as not getting anything done. You're like wasting time. Right. But if you're able to hone that into something that is a true strength, you're able to deliver that kind of near perfect performance and use that futuristic to your advantage, which you clearly do. So, um, it's kind of building that language. I almost think of it like strengths just gives you a language to say, this is who I am and this is how I operate. And then you can kind of understand yourself both how you project yourself outward, but also how people see you and, and those balconies and basements, or you can think of them as like um, moments of excellence versus like blind spots um, could be like how people see you. So I'll give you an example from my own life. Um, My number four is focus. And so people that work with me in clinic know that like, I get like in, I get like honed into what I'm doing. And like, I can be sitting here typing and like thinking about something and like five people could be talking to me over here and I'm not paying attention. And it's because I'm so focused on what I'm doing <laughs> that like, so you have to be like, Hey, Hey, and then I have to be like, okay, let me move my focus. Listen, over I'm here. learning here. I'm learning here. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm collecting my number two is input. So I'm always collecting things. So it's like, to realize that about myself and just know, okay, this is how I show up to my students and this is how I show up to my colleagues. And I need to kind of be better about harnessing, you know, those strengths so that I can use my focus to get things done. But I also don't like ignore people when they're trying to talk to me. Um, so it's, it's knowing yourself both inside and out. And then when we talk about teams, like if you think about your office, how you're able to kind of just know, okay, if I have there's, there's the context of leading people. So an example I can give you is like, if you, Dave, were, um, individualization was one of your kind of core talents, Mm -hmm. but you had an entire office that was high on consistency and you're sitting here trying to create individualized plans and tasks and to-do lists and kind of treat everyone as an individual. Like you can come in late, you can leave early but your team is really high on consistency. They're going to be like, we want everyone to be treated exactly the same. And you're not doing that. Yeah. So if you know that about your office or your staff or your coworkers, you can kind of say, okay, I need to dial back my individualization and kind of understand how these people are coming at it with consistency. And that's on an individual basis and on a team basis. So you can look at everyone in your office through a, a team grid, or you can kind of look at each person individually. Yeah. Yeah. So that it's funny that you mentioned that we put everybody into uh, a team grid on ours and um, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's four major headings like executing, influencing, relationship building, strategic thinking. 
that all 34 of these strengths are. Yes. And as an example, um, this, this just was so weird that this happened is our vision therapy team almost entirely was in relationship building and they were pretty high in strategic thinking, not a whole lot in like executing. So like these people, like they just want to talk it out and like, they want to work with the person and, you know, that's what you would want at a vision therapist, but it sometimes would drive me nuts that we're not like, like executing on things. And, uh, and, and that's what you want in those types of roles. And so it's been kind of one of those things where we haven't fully implemented this, but at, at some points we've had new hires, take it, make sure we're putting them in the right place. And, uh, that's been, that's been really, really, really helpful. So Lindsay to, I was just thinking that what's kind of disappointing here is that this is potentially one of the most impactful podcasts. If people execute on what we're talking about, because it just brings about so much self revelation for them and helps plan out what's, what's to go. And not a lot of people will do it, but if somebody wants to get involved in understanding themselves better, what's the, what's the easy button? Like, how do they go about doing this um, and getting started in it? Yeah. So two, two kind of main ways to do it, right? Shameless plug for the Academy leadership course series, right? You can always do that. Our cohort for this year is chosen, but you can always do it next year. But if you want to do it on your own, it's really easy. You can just go to the Gallup website um, I think it's just gallup.com. And then from there, you can kind of look up the Clifton Strengths assessment. You can buy your own kind of key code um, and take the assessment yourself. You could also just buy the book. It's called Strengths Finder 2.0. You can get that on Amazon. And if you buy it, you know, Prime, you'll have it tomorrow. And the code will be uh, in the book. And you can go on the website, create an account, um, and, and do it that way. So either way, I would highly recommend um, to anyone who does the assessment, if this is something that you feel like resonates with you, um, also get a coach. I mean, shameless plug, I'm a coach. So I guess that makes sense. But I think a coach is really um, insightful and can help you kind of put language to what you're, you're understanding about yourself and help you get over some of the hurdles um, that you might have in your work or life. Um, and it's been really impactful for me to have a coach as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I just looked over there and you had mentioned that if you want all 34 in order, um, but you can also just get the top five. I I'm not entirely sure how much just the top five is, but yeah, I think it's, it's only... 1999 for just the yeah. five and 50 bucks for, if you want all 34, um, which we've done with some of our leadership team, you know, with our, the rest of our team, we've just paid the $20 for the top five, which has been really helpful. So I'd encourage everybody to do that, not just shamefully plugging Lindsay <laughs> in her coaching side of things, but certainly being able to take this on. And I think it's something where if you just read the report afterwards, you know, and where do you think this sort of thing fits in? Because this is a question I'm sure you get asked with. Um, you know, some of the other profiles that can be done and, you know, like Myers-Briggs or, or, and there's several others, like, where do you see this kind of fit in with those? Yeah. So that's a great question. And we get that question a lot. And I think the way I like to describe it is um, like things like the DISC assessment or Myers-Briggs, mm -hmm. you know, that puts you into one of four or, you know, a few more buckets. So that's kind of like, getting your, your neighborhood, 
on a map. Like I know Dave, you're in Seattle, but like if I have you do Clifton Strengths and I get your top five, I know what street you live on. And I maybe know where your house is, but if you get your top 34, then I know like what room in your house you're in. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's that specific. And I think it just, it pegs people down to that kind of getting a little creepy. It it is. I mean, (laughs) I think it's so insightful. I think people are generally surprised by reading the reports that come along with it, because there are definitely some things that you're like, Ooh, that's me. There are other things where you're like, "Mm, I don't know that that's me. And then there are things where I think once you really dig deep into being honest with yourself, you're like, that is me. I just don't want to admit it. Like, that's really me. Mm -hmm. And I think those revelations are what's the most insightful. Yeah. Awesome. We'll put some uh, links to the um, Gallup Clifton Strengths Finder in uh, the resources. Uh, Lindsay, anything that people can do to learn more about you or find out where you are so that they can be in the room with you? Yeah. I mean, you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Lindsay A6OD. That's probably the easiest way to find me and you can read about my strengths and my coaching on there. Perfect. All right. Well, Dr. Lindsay Six, it's been so great to hang out with you and find out all about your strengths and the Strengths Finder. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe so you can be part of future episodes. And uh, we'll see you next time on the OI Show. 